In 2014, I moved to Connecticut with my family to take the role of pastor here at the barn, and it was disorienting. Connecticut is very different than Missouri or Oklahoma or Colorado or Tennessee or Minnesota, the places that either myself or my wife have lived. And what would help me in that relative anxiety was to remind myself of the whole story. Why did we leave our former church? Why did we think the barn was a good fit? Why did the barn think it was, uh, we were a good fit for it? Um, and so telling myself that story for about the first year that I was here really helped me not be so disoriented when I woke up in the morning. Similarly, I hope that you have learned the essential spiritual skill of preaching the gospel to yourself. The first pastor I heard who explained the importance of that was Scott Sauls, and I think he is right that it's essential to our soul to remember the good news. I've also heard Tim Keller talk about it. I think he learned it from Dick Lucas, and somewhere along the line, someone noticed that uh, King David would do this in the Psalms. He would speak to his soul about the good news of the pursuing God. It's not just the good news, though that is the backbone of the story, especially of our reconciliation back to God and our union with him in Christ. But the whole story is important that we learn how to summarize it. I have found no greater help in engaging my own doubts and the doubts of my friends than thinking through the whole story of God's pursuit of his people. In Acts chapter 17, when Paul's with the Athenians, he summarizes the story of God, and this includes the gospel, but it has a before and during and after too. This way, starting in verse 24. The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods of time and the boundaries of their dwelling place, that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. Yet he is actually not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. As even some of your own poets have said, for we are indeed his offspring. Paul is quoting two different authors who are not followers of Jesus to explain the story of God. Picking up in verse 29, being then God's offspring, we ought not to think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of man. The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent, because he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed. And of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. An incredible summary. The second to last verse includes the gospel, but the story transcends that. The first time I ever heard someone summarize the story of God was John Eldridge, who puts it in five acts like a play. The the third act is Jesus's coming to earth, the incarnation. The fourth act would be his return, and the fifth act would be the consummation or the recreation. I'm alluding to the reformed way of summarizing the story of God, which is the creation, fall, redemption, consummation, or recreation of all things. But what about you? How do you summarize the story of God? And the reason I'm encouraging you to think about this is not only because it's good information. If God has taken the time and (laughs) made the decision to reveal himself to us, it is good to understand that story as well as we can, good for our heart and soul and mind, but also because, in my experience, it has been the most helpful thing to my doubts. It has been the most helpful thing as I wrestle philosophically with the claims of the gospel and of the Bible. And it has been the most helpful way of engaging questions that my neighbors have, either as a pastor or as a friend or as an actual neighbor. Thinking through the whole story of God has been incredibly helpful. And so 
the encouragement is that you consider summarizing the story of God. You consider how you would summarize it. You can use the Reformed way or John Eldridge's way or the Apostle Paul's way in Acts chapter 17, verses 24 through 31, or perhaps a new way, using local authors or movies or music that you like to consider the whole story of God's pursuit of his people and his plan to restore the world. Not only is the gospel essential to preach to our hearts, but the whole story of God as well. That's it for five more minutes. I hope you have a good week. Mm-hmm.